After my mother's death, I was taken in by a family she had known. They were prosperous, charitable people, and the father, Mr. Pelletier, took to me and thought me worthy of his time. In his company, I saw my first jeweler's shop. How my heart leapt at the sight of such wealth, the precious stones glittering and the silver plate casting light over the room. I decided, earnest beyond my years, that this was where my vocation lay, and begged him to help me find an apprenticeship. Before long, I was apprenticed to a goldsmith in Cheapside. Mr. Pelletier paid my premium partly in furs and partly in money. I believe his children envied the affection he had for me, for when he left this world, they did not send word to me. I felt that, and resented still. It is strange, with life, for my resentments seem to pile on top of each other, so that they all together build into an anger that haunts me. Why should things that happened so long ago cause me to crumple up a sheet of good paper and make me wish to snap the pen in my hand as I stare at my ledger? As she emerged onto New Bond Street, Mary bowed her head. She had often thought there was something cruel about the morning light, and now splinters of it seemed to be embedding themselves into the sensitive membranes of her eyes. She felt the delicate, papery skin around her eyes crease in discomfort. With a pang of guilt, she thought it was lucky Pierre was not here to see her, and tell her that she was not the fresh young girl he had married, her outward disintegration the sign of her inward inferiority. She had been left alone in the parlour all night, and even as the sun began to shine, her people did not want to come and stir her. She hadn't noticed the glow of sunlight around the shutters until Ellen came and took the keys again. Are we to open up the shop, Mrs. Reynard? she said. She had taken on the role of spokesperson, the men of the house shying away from the mistress's unpredictable state. Mary opened her mouth but couldn't formulate a reply. She felt empty of all emotion, anaesthetised by a general numbness. She heard Ellen pad back to the passage and report to the others that the mistress was insensible. There was a short debate, and Mary decided not to go out there and interrupt it. She had the vague sense that they were enjoying it. Whatever they had to say, she was not interested in it. She was saved from further decision-making when Greaser, the shop manager, arrived noisily on the scene. She heard his voice, heavily accented as always in imitation of her husband, expressing his shock and alarm as Ellen told him the news. He was a theatrical man, who always wished to be attired appropriately, so she wondered whether she might hear him beg leave to return to his lodgings to don full mourning. Instead, he began to shape a response that the others could follow, ordering black cloth to drape the counters, chiding Benjamin for his uselessness, and weeping flamboyantly. All of these things he did loudly enough for her to hear from the parlour. As he gave directions for the others to rearrange the shop, Mary left quickly and quietly, unnoticed in the midst of diversion, like the most enterprising of prisoners. She ran down the stairs and out into the light, without even putting on her hat or cloak, still wearing the clothes of the night before. As she passed the window, she saw Greaser waving his arms as he berated the apprentice. For all his fastidiousness, she noticed that his wig was slightly askew. She had acclimatised to the light before she reached the end of Bond Street. 
She turned left along Piccadilly and walked without looking up until she came to Castle Street where her sister lived. It had been months since she had last come to this door. There she knocked persistently until Mallory yanked the door open, cursing under her breath. The sight of Mary seemed to drain all of Mallory's aggression away. She put her hand to her sister's forehead. Are you sick? she said. Mary shook her head. It's Pierre, she said. Someone killed him. They wouldn't bring you to me last night.